0: Welcome, you're listening to the podcast Outlander Soul, searching for the soul of Outlander with me, Dr. Jamie Reeves.
1: And me, Reverend Harry Menifee gow
0: Just be aware, there's going to be spoilers here. Wow. So we had a bit of a, we had a bit of a pause, but we're back with the final two episodes (laughs) of the season number four. Yes. This Mm. has been a weird
1: season. I think not just for us, but for everyone everybody
0: <laughs> in the whole damn world yeah <laughs>
1: everybody has had to take a breath had to take a pause it's been crazy crazy and I just for for those of you who saw what happened to my dad on Facebook and sent lovely notes and I just I can't thank you enough for those Mm -hmm. of you listening my dad who has been sick for a very long time died back in august and Mm -hmm. it was expected we knew it was coming and i needed to take a little bit of time to help wrap up some things and be with my mom and my sister and so Mm -hmm. i just i wanted to thank you all so much for your well wishes for your kindness your kind Mm -hmm. things you've said and just i'm i'm grateful for you thank you
0: There's been, yeah, a lot of email messages and Facebook messages and stuff all. Yeah. 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 So. Yeah. You guys have g- have been great and really supportive of both of us. I mean, Terry and the situation, but just in understanding that that life is difficult sometimes. And yeah, thank you. So these two episodes that we're recording right now, this one and the one that will come up in a couple weeks time, are listener feedback episodes and we really wanted to dedicate like we did last season to feedback and questions and um, yeah, just reflections from people that have just been really lovely to hear and I feel like we kind of need to start with an apology though that a a (laughs) lot of people email us and we're crap at responding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, we're, we're crap at responding in a timely fashion. We ultimately
1: yeah. will get there. We
0: are responding. We're responding right now. Pay attention. We are responding, but but perhaps not by email. <laughs> <laughs> we do appreciate. We at, at every
1: episode, we're like, please get in touch with us. Tell us your thoughts, and we absolutely appreciate them. We did actually get around to doing this. To to mm-hmm. we use these for our listener feedback, but mm-hmm. we also. Are trying to respond in the best way we can this year, and again, yeah. please accept yeah. our humble apologies. We we are listening.
0: We are listening. We are reading your messages. We are getting them, and we're so support. Or, you're you know so grateful for your support, but yeah, we'll just leave it at that. So yes, I could give excuses, but I won't. <laughs> <laughs> So
1: let's start. So mm-hmm. we we've had quite a few just kind of general comments. And that's what this one general feedback is going to be for this particular episode. Our our next episode mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks are going to be responses to specific podcasts that we've offered in the past. And so mm-hmm. there are a lot of really great things to mine here. And, yeah. and we wanted to give it uh, the full amount of time that we possibly could. So it's definitely going to be two episodes.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think even even in the context of both of these episodes and thinking about, you know, we were just talking about it's been a hard year, but a lot of our fans have really said that too. They've come back to us kind of just saying thank you um, and for giving them, you know, inspiration and meaning in what has kind of been really difficult times and things to think about that aren't COVID-related and job-related and family-related necessarily. So... As I know, we're all out there dealing with death and isolation and pain and anxiety and fear that, yeah, that this story hopefully gives us some, an escape as well as some tools to, to think about things. So,
1: yeah. 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 I I often think, you know, because we are in a, a very challenging time, it's always good to kind of rely on that, that extra family that we have up at fraser's ridge to say oh Mm -hmm. they went through a shit show too many times otherwise we wouldn't have all these great books because the books are about the conflicts that they have and it's helpful to see how they rose to the occasion and i don't mean to like sound like i'm i'm being crazy or anything but it does Mm -hmm. help to it does help to have that kind of example to see that Mm -hmm. there are others who who did survive, who did manage, and who did, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm trying to say I'm grateful for that example, even if it's yeah. fiction. Yeah.
0: Even if it's fiction. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think just because it's fiction doesn't mean that it doesn't matter. No, stories matter. They do. Stories absolutely matter. Yeah. Yeah. So let's start, we've got kind of a a list of emails and thoughts that we've gotten from people. So the first one, I'm hoping I say his name right, Hodge, I think, it's in Portuguese, he's Brazilian actually, and is husband of an uh, an Outlander fan named Leslie, and so I thought his email was so great. It just really made me laugh. He said, I've never read Outlander, but my wife has many times. And he says that he or that she is Claire, not that she's a doctor or a nurse, but that she's strong willed and hard headed and stubborn. And he loves her very much. He says, I believe that to her, I am her Jamie Fraser, but not because he's a red headed sexy scott he says i'm more like a goat hoofed god or wizard that's vain and i fuck up all the time <laughs> 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 which i thought was like oh <laughs> that's so sweet and that she his wife leslie um is from texas but he's from brazil he says the day that she goes to brazil with him he will call her sassanac which i thought was cute. <laughs> So he was talking about the kind of I think we have asked in previous episodes. Kind of, I wonder what it feels like for men to be compared to to Jamie Fraser, which we know happens with that whole king of king of men idea that yeah. that has come up. Yeah, he was saying just kind of within his own community. While some might you know think of him as king of men, he says I fuck up plenty, as he said it, and it helps him so much. That when he's watching the TV show and he sees Jamie himself fuck up. Sorry, lots of fucks here, but that's all right. (laughs) Um, And when Jamie gets in trouble with his wife as well, that there's still something admirable and honourable and example worthy about him despite those in, inconsistencies and failures, yeah. I guess is what he's trying to say. Yeah.
1: I think too that Diana gives us a really good... So it, it, when we're talking about the comparison, I'm just backing up a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Diana gives us kind of a really good template for how to... Not how to manage it, but how it, how it happens. Because Roger is often compared... Always comparing himself to Jamie. Mm-hmm. And I think that having married Jamie's daughter he's always going to be compared to, to him.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that Jamie is kind of a an intimidating character, um, mm-hmm. not just to anybody who reads Outlander, but within the Outlander universe. Within that world, Yeah, definitely. he's definitely yeah. intimidating. And as King of Men, Roger must feel like the scholar who, who didn't quite add up mm-hmm. because he still doesn't have his calling. He still doesn't have his abilities uh, appreciated in a way that he feels like he could help the ridge i, I think he's that, a poor shot and he yes, doesn't know how, a, to, he stinks at <laughs> how this. to
0: fight yeah
1: he stinks at yeah. being in this space as a historian mm-hmm. being in this space so i i think that you know hodge you've also got a, a good friend in roger if you ever mm-hmm. get around to reading the books i think you'll find that a <laughs> that that a good thing
0: yeah, definitely. I would say. He said for the some of the early sexual violence episodes, we did a really good job of including lots of sources for people to go back to if they wanted to do more research. And he was like, We're really thirsty. Please give us more details about what you're reading and where things are coming from. So I would say that yes, in, in the first season we were we had lots of extra time. Yeah. And we were <laughs> <laughs> we we were doing research and being all, you know, super scholarly about it all and now we're just lucky we actually sit down and record something. <laughs> but um but all that to say, we will endeavor to offer more resources as and when we can, yes, definitely. Yes. And and I know that we he
1: was specifically asking about Some scholarly research having Mm -hmm. to do with Abram and calling his Mm -hmm. wife sister, which, Mm -hmm. which is in the book of Genesis. And so Mm -hmm. I know that we've got something about that. And we will, we will definitely include that. It says, it says, too, that uh, he, he gives his traditions and uh, Jamie, can you walk through their, their family traditions, their, their family oh uh, religious
0: traditions? Yeah, he says we're both interested in religion and he's talking about him and his wife and they complement each other well in that sense, but all their endeavors are towards interfaith. His wife has no paper to prove her scholarship, but she's versed in the Mount Athos tradition, Mary Magdalene. Vodun and some Kabbalah. Some of those, a couple of those, I actually don't know. I didn't um, either. I,
1: I, mm. I did not know the Mount Athos tradition, and I well, looked I it mean, up. Mount
0: Athos, I would assume would be something related to Eastern Orthodoxy and more Eastern yeah. I had to Arab look Christian it up. Traditions. Yeah. 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 Mary Magdalene, I would assume, is kind of the, the hidden feminine or the, the feminine that has been suppressed within the Christian tradition. That's how I would expect that to right, be, but I right, could be wrong. Right, Voodin or Vaudin, I'm not sure. I'd need to double check that. Kabbalah would be Jewish mysticism. I would know that. So, yeah.
1: Well, let's look it up. It's Voodin Gnostic hmm. work. So it's a, it has to do hmm. with Gnosticism um uh-huh. which is really kind of cool. We've uh-huh. not really talked about gnosticism. And that's a very rich tradition in the New Testament especially. We even have one gospel that we call the Gnostic gospel and that would be mm-hmm. the gospel of John. So, yeah, yeah, we we really should do something on that.
0: Mm. Jamie,
1: that's a really good idea. <laughs> Thank you, Hodge.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm i in the midst of teaching Christian, well, facilitating te- the teaching of Christian history for this term and uh, with external lecturers. And so we were dealing with heresies and the way in which the Christian tradition decided some things were heresies and some things weren't. And so the Gnostics have been on the on the burner. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The so, Gnostic yeah. heresy. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. yeah. Yes, Hodge, We will get you those resources, and or we'll endeavor to share more resources as we go along than we have been doing. Definitely.
1: And now so. we're going to have to get into Gnosticism. So yay! <laughs> All right, our next our next listener uh, is Moana. Which great name! We I love that name. I love that Moana. name. Moana. I, I love yeah. the movie. It's just such a yeah. beautiful movie. Talk about mythology! Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. So. She writes that she's thanking us. She loves our, our podcast, which we're grateful. Thank you for telling us mm-hmm. that she finds it to be intellectual and insightful, and we do too, so we're so yeah. grateful for that. That's great. She really wanted something more than just the other Outlander podcasts that are out there. And and this is not to diss them. I don't want to diss them at all. But she she just wanted something a little bit deeper and a little bit something more than swooning over Jamie. And he is (laughs) swoon-worthy. Which we
0: still do. We still do. He is
1: completely (laughs) swoon-worthy. But for those who want a bit of a deeper dive into something more intellectual, to something more insightful, to something... Mm -hmm. That looks at the narrative in a way that isn't just about hunky Scotsman, um <laughs> Then that's what we're trying to provide because there's a lot of really great podcasts out mm. there. If that's what you want, but we're providing mm-hmm. something a little bit different. She really enjoys how we weave our thoughts and philosophy, religion, spirituality, science fiction, romance, physics, math. Um, I all know, I that. love
0: that list. That list was amazing. I was like. <gasps> oh my gosh, we've done that. <laughs> That's been
1: good work. <laughs> well, and so, so here's the thing. She's been doing her research. She read it. She's reread them. She's listening mm-hmm. to the books. And she knew that there was something more there, that, mm-hmm. that Diana has created these really complex characters. And because she's done all this research and because she's really got this, she comes to this podcast with that, with that background and with that context. I think that 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 really is what we were hoping to provide. And so, Moana, thank you for for letting us know how you're feeling about this. Mm -hmm. Um, Thank you for thinking that we're smart because (laughs) sometimes… Some days I am, and some days
0: not so much. <laughs> it's always nice to, yeah, be... I, I do love... So one thing that Moana said that I just made me laugh out loud, but I was like, oh my gosh, I, just, I totally feel you. She's like, it's almost like you took up residence in my head, took my jumbled musings and random ideas, gave them a voice, and made it sound intelligent. <laughs> I've certainly had that experience with other people's yes, stuff, too. And yes. I'm like, oh, that's what I meant with those random thoughts I was having. Yeah. So, it's so we funny. feel you.
1: Yeah, it's so funny. That's and, and that's really how I feel about what seminary or what, I, I guess, any graduate school, what education mm-hmm. can can provide for you. If there's mm-hmm. something that you want to do a deep dive on, it provides you a vocabulary so that you can think those thoughts and, and put them mm-hmm. out there so that you can actually write things down and and it gives you a context of other people who've had those thoughts too. Um yeah. and, and have said them much more eloquently than I have. So, mm. you know, I that's that's one of the things that I, I think that doing the research that Moana is doing, doing the mm-hmm. deep dive into something that you've suddenly found an obsession for mm-hmm. is really helpful. And it mm. gives it gives you a context and a vocabulary with which to to take what's niggling in the back of your brain. And really bring it forward and ask the questions. Yeah. Yeah.
0: We've had a couple, well, not just a couple. We've had a few emails and messages and stuff from from listeners who have basically kind of said, you guys echo my type of religion or my spirituality, but I know that people around me don't necessarily believe the same thing. And so I think having... Knowing that you have company along the journey and that you're not alone in how you think about this stuff is quite important. So, Mary is a listener who emailed us and she was basically saying that she teaches Sunday school and that she doesn't necessarily believe the same thing that some of the people in her Sunday school class do, but that she's been a reader of the Outlander series for a while. And then she, she asks a really great question. She says she was listening to season one, an episode in season one, where we were talking about Claire's spiritual growth. And she was beginning to wonder what Diana Gabaldon might have said about what it is that we've, we've noticed about, about Claire. And just whether or not Diana intended to say some of the things that we were reading into the story. So do you really think, she says, do you really think that she chose the name Faith for the baby to explore and emphasize Claire's spirituality? Or was it just a name a nun would have chosen for a baby? There have been many times in my life when a comment I made or an act I did was interpreted by others to be far more meaningful than I intended. <laughs> and so it, it, she, she says a little bit more about that. But first, I think we probably need to say, no, we haven't heard anything from Diana Gabaldon. Despite our repeated kind of Diana, if you're listening, can you please tell us what you meant by? I would absolutely love to hear
1: from Diana Gabaldon. I would love to, too. The only chance I've ever had to even meet her, have a conversation, wasn't a conversation. I I went down to North Carolina last year. End of last year. It's been a year. Yeah, it's been a year. You went down there and she gave a talk about the new book that's still coming out.
0: And... (laughs) And and I got to stand in line and hey, ask Twenty twenty happened and happened to Diana too. So Yes, it absolutely did because she can't go on a <laughs> Though book tour. COVID would have been better if we'd had a new book to do Yes, but it would. Whatever. But, it's
1: but fine. We get it. But yeah, yeah. I ask her about time travel. That's it. No, she has she I, I really wish that she did, but no. Mm. She's not mm. been in. She's been busy. And I'd rather her finish writing her book.
0: (laughs) We might have had another chance. We were both supposed to be in Glasgow this autumn for an Outlander conference. And she was supposed to be there and be a keynote speaker. So we were going to try to kind of grab her attention at some point, some way. But no, basically, we have no idea what Diana intended other than what she's actually said elsewhere some places. But I think, hmm, I'm trying to, but I think in some ways it doesn't really matter despite authorial intention, despite what the author intended, we can still read stuff into a story. And we do this all the time. So whether it's the Bible, whether it's any other sacred text, whether it's fiction, it doesn't matter. Once the author kind of puts the work out there, it is putting it out there for people to interpret in whatever way they see fit. I mean, that's kind of the point of art in creative work in general,
1: right? it is if you're an artist and you're doing something creative you're putting something out there to the world and you can either Mm -hmm. keep a boundary around it and keep people in a box so that it is no longer it it no longer breathes in a way that Mm -hmm. that allows you to come up with these interpretations or you can do with which most artists do is they release it and say all right, what do you think? What are you pulling Mm -hmm. from this? And there's usually some kind of magic that happens where the creator, the writer, the artist, didn't see something and it was just like this happy accident that happened. Mm -hmm. If this was just something, Faith, that she came up with as the name for the child that she loses, then that's a really happy accident. I would like to think that she did it intentionally because Mm -hmm. during this book, losing faith is a theme. And she loses a child named Faith. So I I would like to believe that she did that kind of thing intentionally. Just this past week, the Samuel Beckett Foundation, Samuel Beckett Mm -hmm. was a a playwright. He wrote the play Waiting for Godot. Mm -hmm. And in the play, it says that only men can play in Waiting for Godot. And so Mm -hmm. sometime back in the 90s, a woman was going to put on a, a show and she was going to make it an all-female show and they sued her really they, they did Samuel Beckett was still alive at that time mm-hmm. and he sued her and said no these are only men you cannot have women perform in this and now as we are exploring things like gender fluidity and we're exploring gender kind of on a on a
0: spectrum on a
1: spectrum that's the word mm-hmm. thank you the idea is whether or not we can still perform it and, he, and after, in his will when he died he put a boundary around waiting for Godot, saying, "In perpetuity, this foundation will still, will my estate will continue to say that only men. So is it women who who actually are transgendered as men, or is it you know? So th- there are there are so many nuances here, and I'm mm. I'm sad for Samuel Beckett, and I'm sad for his ghost." Because he, <laughs> because he put a boundary around something that On didn't need On how it. that could be interpreted. Exactly. Yeah.
0: Exactly.
1: Aww. So, so I, hmm. I, I, would, I would say to Mary that when you put something out there like that, even if it's not art, if you're putting something mm. out there, if you really want it to be interpreted only a specific way, mm-hmm. you have to put the boundary out there. There are times and places for that. Um, Mm. But the whole reason that there are so many people doing biblical interpretation and scholarship is because it's out there without those boundaries.
0: Yeah. Well, I I mean, hmm. well, and maybe it depends on who you ask about whether or not it has those boundaries. So the question Mm. is, you know, for for Mary was, did Diana Gabaldon really mean all you think she did? But I think what makes kind of in general, the approach that we we have toward Outlander is there's something sacred about this text in the sense, sense that it points us toward something beyond, something infinite, that it's giving a gift. And in the same way that the Bible does, I mean, I guess the modern myth of fundamentalist literal readings of the text is you read it one way and that is it this is what the text means and it is only this thing and so we make conjecture we make speculation as to what the author intended and that can be the only thing that it meant whereas i think and that can be one way to read it obviously but it's not the only way. So, you know, historical critical method of reading the Bible is what, is what that's called. is just kind of what it was that the author actually intended, what's happening at that point in time. But we very well might read something and it has a completely different meaning for us because of where we live, because of the questions that we're asking right now, because of all kinds of different things. And so I don't think Outlander's any different in that way. Diana might not have intended it. Fine. That's fine. But... There's still connections, I think, that we can make that are completely valid. And for us to say, no, maybe she didn't intend this, but isn't this an interesting connection? And sometimes our subconscious, even as authors, says something we aren't even aware we're saying. And Um, I
1: I think that's why we're doing this, is to provide mm -hmm. that kind of hey, this is what I'm thinking, what are you thinking yeah. kind of conversation yeah. to say maybe yeah. maybe she didn't intend it to be this way. Mm. We've not talked mm. with her. I'd like to have mm-hmm. tea. Um, <laughs> we would, yeah. We yeah. would love to have tea with her. Um, but <laughs> I, I, I think that it, it makes the text richer. It's it's us coming together to talk about this living text for us, and it yeah. makes the text alive. Mm. So, mm-hmm. let's move on to Susan. She, oh. she's, yeah, she's... That's such a great email. It really is. She said that one of her Outlander buddies, one of her friends who has been a, a good Outlander friend with her, has been really struggling with social isolation, the kids mm-hmm. at home, husband at home, and she's having some depression, and I feel that. I've been having some anxiety mm-hmm. myself. Too. Oh, the
0: in, it, She calls it the endlessness of social isolation, yeah. and that. That actually, that hit me last week. I, I know it's been, this has all been going on for quite some time, but I think in my mind, I was expecting, at least by now, I would know when next I would get to see you, Terry, yeah. in person. Yeah. And some of my other friends that are in the States or in Europe, and it suddenly hit me last week. I was like, Shit. I have actually no idea oh, when I'm gonna see you. are gonna again. make me cry.
1: I know. That's gonna make me I'm cry sorry. a little bit. I'm it's, sorry. It's I'm okay. Sorry. I'm it's sorry. okay. I just but it, but I feel that. I feel that so yes. much. And every now and then yeah, it just too. kinda hits you. And mm. time is I mean, time is relative. We've got a <laughs> we've got a formula for it. And mm-hmm. and it does feel like this this endless year of mm. it's like all time is happening at once, right? And that is a theory. But yeah. it's it. It. I've never felt it more like I do than now.
0: And yeah. yet, it seems to have lasted forever. My yes. God, twenty twenty <laughs> has been the longest, long ass year.
1: <laughs> oh. oh. So. Anyway.
0: Anyway. Susan's email.
1: Susan's email. <laughs> so to help. To help her friend out of depression. She offered mm. she suggested that she listen to our podcast. And so, so, <laughs> Thank you.
0: Thank you. I, I really appreciate you you doing that. I and, uh, thinking that we can help. Isn't that amazing? That actually. Is amazing. I'm and, really humbled by that to be I honest. Know, too. Her
1: friend is a minister's daughter. And she's taken a different path for herself away from organized religion. But she's very spiritual and she's a very dedicated feminist. Mm-hmm.
0: So she mm. she
1: began listening to it. She texted Susan and said, oh, my goddess, these ladies are my peeps. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, my goddess, let me just say, is now oh mine. Oh, my goddess. I'm I will totally now, using that. I'm totally taking that away. <laughs> So thank you, Susan's friend, for giving us that. Yep, oh my God, yep. as these ladies are my peeps, and it sounds like Weird. she's our peeps too. Yeah. So uh, mm. you know, I, I I am so grateful for this. She um, she made her a gift to enhance her mm. experience so that she can take notes from our podcast. Which I
0: know. I uh, just oh. we're gonna have to start giving homework. Um, <laughs> maybe we should. Maybe oh, we should. Nobody's gonna mark it though, because God knows I've got too much to mark already. <laughs> But no, seriously, I, yeah, homework. I, I listen to the Nerdette podcast, and they give homework occasionally, and I think it's lovely. I don't ever do it, but it's a lovely thought. So, I think like, we'll kinda, do that. if you really wanted to do some more work on this, here's your question. Season Go for five this question. Should be maybe so, we can do have homework. some homework. Okay.
1: Yeah. Sure. Okay.
0: Yeah.
1: All right. So, um, so in this journal, she she made a. a Uh, She stitched a journal cover for her. And inside of her, Mm -hmm. inside the cover of this journal is this written for her. Mm -hmm. Help me to find my happiness in my acceptance of what is my purpose. In friendly eyes. In work well done. In quietness born of trust. And most of all, in awareness of spirit in my being. That is heavy
0: that's amazing and definitely I'm gonna have to put that in my bulletin board actually
1: I'm gonna have to put that in my journal for sure Mm -hmm. and um because I've been keeping a journal during all of this because it's Mm -hmm. the only way I can really do therapy right now (laughs) so Mm -hmm. she just she wanted to thank us for the quiet inspiration that allowed her to help her friend and Mm -hmm. I in all of my hopes for this podcast. I had never thought that that would be one of those things that we would provide.
0: No. And I'm tearing up again. Um, But I'm, but
1: I'm so grateful for that. And thank you, Susan, for letting us know, because
0: Mm.
1: I, I I am, I'm honored and humbled.
0: I think, I think it is fair to say probably Terry, that if we had, if we'd just been speaking into the ether um, and not hearing back from people, we would have stopped this a long time ago. I agree. Like there, there's a, as you've heard it said you know there's an amount of time and energy that this takes to continue to do and and I mean yes our own fandom energizes us definitely um, for that but there's also I say this uh, with so much gratitude. But there's also a responsibility, I think, yeah. we feel now yeah. toward folks who who are looking for some sustenance and looking for some hope and some ways in which to think about their lives in a different way that they're not getting anywhere else. So, I mean, while I think we, we do this in our own work as well, not just in this podcast, but at the same time, I think it's... I think it... <sighs> It's important for us to be able to do that. I, yeah. I, so we do this for our own health and well-being as well as yours, I guess. I, I, think,
1: I think we would have stopped a long time ago if, if mm-hmm. we had not reached out and asked for that connection. Yeah. And definitely. I think that's what is missing, the, at least in my life, the thing that mm-hmm. I miss the most in isolation is, mm-hmm. is hugging someone and going in oh, to meet God. them, to uh, talking with them um, face-to-face, mm-hmm. feeling their energy yeah. And, uh, and that's, that's kind of the thing that I, I miss is that connection. And that's yeah. one of the things Me that too. from the beginning of this podcast that we were trying to establish, that was one mm-hmm. of our goals. And it sounds mm-hmm. like we, we met that goal with some folks and, and yeah. that's everything.
0: That is everything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So many things I could say, but uh, in order to keep emotion under control... I yes, I know, I'll, we're all I'll about not. to burst into tears. <laughs> I know. Oh. Um, so back in January, um, so this is feedback we've been sitting on for a little while now. Andrea sent this to us, so she said she just listened to the the episode that we did in 2019 while we were at the Wild Goose Festival. Oh, oh. Uh, Anyway, <laughs> um, where we were discussing the value of fiction... And she says that, excuse me, that it reminded her of a quote that she wrote down last year that was from Terry Pratchett that says, basically, a metaphor is a kind of lie to help people understand what's true. I Uh, love that. Isn't that amazing? So it's funny, again, like in teaching this, the last... Yeah, last few weeks, actually, the whole role of metaphor. Um, what's the purpose of metaphor and how does it work? And especially as we're reading the Bible, a metaphor is a kind of lie to help people understand what's true. Yeah. That is that is significant. So she says she wrote it down because she's an English teacher and she thought the sentence might come in handy at one point. But then she started talking about just kind of her love of Outlander. But I guess before I move on to that, though... It, <laughs> I think even sacred texts, you know, in just kind of talking about metaphor as a it, sacred texts are always pointing us to something beyond ourselves. A metaphor is an example of something that is actually quite bigger, but we're trying to make sense of it, right? We're trying to explain something that's hard to kind of pin down. And so that something beyond ourselves and our limited our experience and our limited understanding, you know, by calling God father or mother or eagle or mother hen or warrior you know like all these things that these metaphors that we that we use for god but throughout just in general we're constantly using symbols to explain something that is just slightly beyond our ability to comprehend or define or make sense of
1: my my sister so, has a great analogy another a, a metaphor mm that mm-hmm. it's nailing jello to a wall you, <laughs> Yeah, you know yeah. you you think you you think you have
0: a, <laughs> we did a lecture on the trinity this week so yeah that would have made sense <laughs> to say nailing jello to a yeah. wall yeah. um
1: because you, the moment you think you have it it slips from your grasp the moment you think you know it it's not that anymore yeah and yeah. the moment you think you understand god as father
0: Mm-hmm. God is
1: not a father. God is not mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. You know, so, mm-hmm. you know, the moment you think you get it, you don't. And it's yeah. something so ethereal, you can't really hold on to. It mm-hmm. doesn't it doesn't stick anywhere.
0: Mm-hmm. And Jesus' parables are the exact yes. same way. They're just meta metaphors. Yes. So then Andrea talks about just kind of her obsession with Outlander. <laughs> so she starts talking about how <laughs> she read the first couple of books in high school and she set them down, but then she came back to them and she texted her her best friend um, and said, I had to start listening to an Outlander podcast this morning just to help me process the episodes that I've watched because we all know how it feels. Yes. You have been drugged in and you want to see if anybody else thinks about this in the same way that you do. So, hey. Yeah. Podcast is a great way to do that, right? Yep. Yep. So we understand that obsession, Andrea. That makes sense to us because we both did it. We did the same <laughs> thing. We both watched the show. We texted each other, said, "Oh my god! Oh my goddess!" Um, and then, and then started. Like basically delving into all the fan groups and the podcasts mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff to see what was out there and what people what sense people had made of the story. So yeah, we get you, we understand that. And she says she started tearing through the rest of the books with abandon quote, <laughs> uh, which again. We know what that feels like, too. And then she talks about, and this made me laugh out loud when I read it. She said, around the same time I discovered your podcast, and I love the part where you said you think about the characters while you're making dinner, which, yes, we do. She says, I do the same thing, and I had just been listening to Hamilton, and I thought, man, it's such a shame that Jamie never got to hear this. (laughs) (laughs) And what's so funny about that to me is, is Outlander and Hamilton have merged in my mind. So with Hamilton where Charles <laughs> Lee shit the bed at the Battle of Monmouth, I'm like, well, but Jamie was there and he at least saved the day. <laughs> <laughs> and when I'm Which... watching Hamilton,
1: I'm like, I know that character. I, that, that character, no, it's not like that, but,
0: but yes it is. This is it. <laughs> Yeah, but you know Jamie and Hamilton both. Yeah, they. Yeah, yep. Andrew and Hamilton are, are are converged in my imagination. I, I get that. Yep, absolutely. And then she says, "But the reason why this happens, and I thought this was a really interesting observation that she makes, is I believe it points to truths that are human and cosmic and essential, and our obsessions." She's basically saying. It's a hunger that it, it simultaneously satisfies and ignites. And I'm trying to pay attention to where those obsessions are leading me. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that's a great way to think about that. Um, yes, and I yes. think that's definitely the approach that we've had, really, as we've been doing this this, yeah. uh, this podcast series. And I, I think, too, that, you know, so when we think of a
1: about an obsession, that's usually... A connotation of something negative,
0: and mm-hmm. people are,
1: are concerned about you know your obsession with you know well Outlander like you know yeah. Hodge said earlier yeah, yeah, yeah. that he's concerned about you know his his <laughs> wife's obsession with Jamie but um, but but here here you've got. Andrea saying that this obsession has made her think more deeply about family, about God, about mm-hmm. the afterlife, about religion and culture, about uh, foreknowledge, about <laughs> history, all those things. And, mm-hmm. and I'm with you, Andrea, mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. I'm so with you on that because it made us think of those things. And it's the reason why we're here talking about those things. Yeah. Because we got tired of just talking to each other about them and we wanted <laughs> <laughs>
0: i could to, never get tired of talking no, to you, Tara, thank you. <laughs> well we wanted to open up the conversation we let's did. put it that we way we wanted we, to see what others thought too
1: because yeah. we felt like these were important things to talk about and they are mm-hmm. and this obsession has led to something really good mm-hmm. and we're careful about where it points us
0: yeah definitely yeah definitely she ends andrea says i'm so glad that you're having the discussions you're having because it makes me feel less like a crazy person and because i find your perspectives and thoughtfulness very interesting <laughs> you're not a crazy person anybody who needs to hear that right now. <laughs> you're not a crazy person we're we're with you you well, you it. may be a crazy person, but...
1: You might be, but there's nothing wrong with that. But, but you're an okay crazy person. You're, you're mm-hmm. the same kind of crazy as us, and thank you.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm. So, yeah, I, it has been just really lovely um, to get some of these comments and to be hearing from people about, yeah, the place that this podcast plays for them, the purposes that it serves, the inspirations that it gives, all of those things. I'm... I am tremendously grateful for those. Also, wanted to shout out to Giselle who sent us an email and just saying thank you. So she's a new Patreon supporter and whoop. was yeah. Whoop, whoop, so she whoop. was just saying how how grateful she was to us for the podcast and and how grateful we are to you actually for uh, both your support and for listening as well. So and to all of you, not not just Giselle but. Yeah, we have some loyal Patreon supporters and we're
1: just so grateful do, for that. Yeah. We also have folks who who just sent us a little bit, you know, via mm-hmm. PayPal or whatever and we're
0: mm-hmm.
1: we we appreciate that folks are listening so much yeah. and we also appreciate that you find value enough in it to to support yeah. us. Thank you.
0: Yeah. I'm thinking of Bodil. She's emailed oh. us a couple of times yes. and has, has supported us as well, so yes. Bodil. you, you you and so many others have just been so amazing and made this uh, so worthwhile. So thank you very much. So cool. do keep these coming. Keep
1: your mm-hmm. emails, your comments on social media, because mm-hmm. I, I watch that pretty pretty regularly. So does Jamie. Mm-hmm. And just keep those coming. We we love to hear from you. We love to hear these questions. We love being challenged. We, mm-hmm. We're not going to take, you know. Well,
0: within reason.
1: Within reason. <laughs> yeah, don't come to my
0: house. <laughs> don't tell us we're wrong about everything because no, that's no, a no. annoying but no but, but, but we, some some things we're happy to be challenged we on. love a good critique
1: um <laughs> we do we, we, we do we love a good critique so if we miss something or if or if we're being if we're not taking our responsibility as seriously as we should then absolutely call us on it so yeah. we, we love to hear yeah. from you
0: and folks correct us all the time as far as the story goes <laughs> and that, that's great too because yeah it does remind us that we sometimes need to keep we forget. yeah yeah so. yeah so, all cool. right
1: i think this is a great place for us to end it is i think so our next episode in a couple of weeks will be some listener feedback again but they are going to be very specific to our past episodes so
0: both this this season so season four but also see uh, a couple episodes from previous seasons because we're constantly getting new people who discover us and kind of start from the beginning and yep. get their feedback on those and yeah with, with covid still around mm.
1: We Mm. can expect that people will still be finding us and we're just so grateful that you have.
0: So in the meantime, be well, be safe, stay smart, (laughs) whatever else (laughs) needs to be said. Find the support that
1: you need because this is a hard time and be kind to yourself.
0: So we wish you and the ones you love well in these times and we'll see you next time that's it for this episode of outlander soul thanks for listening if you love what we do a review especially on itunes but wherever you get your podcasts would be really appreciated because it helps people to find us
1: if you listen and like what you hear please consider supporting us financially just click the support us button at our website on outlandersoul.com there's lots of ways to donate either via patreon or paypal and every little bit helps
0: Also, we love hearing your comments, questions, and ideas for the show. So we'd like for you to join in the conversation so you can reach us through our website, through email, voice memos, or social media on Facebook, Twitter, or Tumblr. You
1: can also contact us straight by email, outlandersoulpodcast at gmail.com, all lowercase, all one word. Or you can visit our website at outlandersoul.com and fill in the contact form.
0: Thanks again, everyone. Bye.